Hi, and welcome to The Light Leaders, a podcast for light workers who want more money, power, and impact. I'm your host, Alex E. Lember. I believe that we are currently in the middle of a global awakening of humanity and that leveraging entrepreneurship is the fastest way to raise the consciousness of our planet. So in this podcast, I interview light workers and conscious entrepreneurs who follow their sole mission and have built a business around it. I call them light leaders, and this is the new paradigm. You will hear their stories and more importantly, receive tools, tips, and strategies on how you can also impact more people and grow your business while following your sole mission. If you hear little nuggets you love and you'd like to share, Screenshot this episode and share on your Instagram stories. Make sure to tag us at the Light Leaders Podcast and we will repost. Hi and welcome to this new episode of the Light Leaders. Today I'm with Alex Cousins. So Alex's background is in international luxury spa and health center development. Having studied alternative health and nutrition for 22 years, With masters around the world, Alex has created her own method burst out of her own personal crisis, and she has helped many others, so-called hopeless cases. Her genius is to bring others to full embodiment and to heal lives, not just bodies. Alex, thank you for being here and welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here. Mm. So I'd love to know, what did you have for breakfast? Uh, well, today I had juice because we're fasting. So mm. we've just began a 40-day fast. And so, you know, we're so blessed here in Bali. We have all these amazing juices to choose from. So sugar cane. Okay. Yeah. Sugar, sugar, sugar cane, cane juice. juice. That's all you've had all day? Or? Uh, sugar cane. Well, and then it was orange and then it was okay. uh, different ah, juices. Yeah. Nice. Mm. Well, so let's dive into um, your your vision for the world, your why, because I like mm-hmm. to give the listeners a little bit of um, context to start with about what's your why and also how is your business helping to bring that vision, that why, mm-hmm. into manifestation. Right. Well, my why really comes from my own health crisis journey and having had a lifetime of health issues, small and then bigger off and on and feeling like I was never just thriving in my body and how much that impacted everything else in my life. And then once I found the answer and I saw how easy it actually was, there was a lot of anger because we are withheld the truth. I mean, in so many areas we know, but in health, even in alternative health, which I had studied, um, you know, for so many years, and then seeing how easy it actually is. So my why is to bring people to a place where they can enjoy their body, because ultimately I realized, you know, we can have everything. And I was very blessed to always have everything, but I didn't have my health. I didn't have my mental, emotional, physical health. And I realized without that, we have nothing. Mm. So my, my whole mission really is to share with people how to achieve optimal health and hopefully with that longevity because we want to enjoy mm. life as long as possible in a thriving body 
and to really show that it's really easy. That's a beautiful mission. Yeah. So with a, we'll go more in details, but how, how do you mm -hmm. do that if you were to describe mm -hmm. relatively shortly? Yeah. So, I mean, succinctly, it's really about, first of all, understanding that health is about elimination, whereas most health, uh, most health principles and, and philosophies are about adding. And you have mm. to take these herbs and you have to do these things. Mm. And, you know, so whether we're talking medicine or, or alternative medicine, it's all about adding. And it's not about the addition. Addition can come later through tweaking, but it's really about eliminating the built up toxicity in the body mm. through our modern lifestyle. And I feel, you know, my, my method is very much, it's non-dogmatic. It's just realizing we live in a toxic world. We live in an overabundant world. And so we all are overeating, overconsuming, overstimulated. And that we have to, just as we have to meditate nowadays, because otherwise we can't be in our bodies in this reality, we also have to go through cleansing processes. Mm. And that when we get to a point where the body is really diseased whether it's constipation which seems so minor or you know something major like chronic fatigue or or um you know hashimoto's auto autoimmune diseases it's because the body is over toxified and and of course not just the body but the emotional body as well mm. and so we have to undo what has been done and that's really the first step and so then you do we those can start the detox programs yes it's detox programs and yet i would say detox is just also a minor part of it because mm. ultimately it's about shifting our consciousness okay. into really understanding that we have to become our own mm. physicians and are, are your programs online only well, yes they are for now mainly online we were going to open a center here in bali okay. but due to the situation we don't know when it's going to happen mm. um but yeah so far we've done online and in retreats around the world okay. yeah. nice with your do you have a team yeah we've got a team we've got a doctor on the team we've got a fasting specialist on the awesome. team so we've got a, a beautiful team together yeah awesome yeah. i'd love to talk a little bit about your heroine's journey Yes. Through how you got into um, this as a as a calling. Yeah. Do you want to share a bit about uh, your story and how you got into? Um, you talked about in in the introduction. You told me about um, your own personal crisis. Mm -hmm. So if you want to share about this and how it led you to what you're doing now. Yeah. Well, essentially, like I said, I felt like I I I was always unwell from a very young age and only looking back did I really realize that that's what it was because initially it was more like oh why do I have less energy than everybody else I was always tired I was always bloated I always gained weight so there was all these initially harmless or seemingly harmless mm -hmm. issues and then eventually they became more chronic and uh, you know suffered from a lot of mental health issues which I later recognized oh it was all completely nutrition based mm -hmm. And that I wasn't bipolar, I wasn't schizophrenic, um, but it was literally just the, the eating the wrong foods and these wrong foods having built up in the body, creating toxicity, creating to some degree brain injury, really. And, and then later on, well, seven years ago, my health completely crashed and I found myself bedridden. And I thought I, I was doing the right things because I had studied Ayurveda in India with some, you know, really... Um, amazing masters that were 
not known in the West. So they were really kind of teaching the pure Ayurveda, which is very different from what's taught in the West. And But when my health crashed, I had to kind of realize, well, wait a moment, there's still a deeper level that I haven't touched. And so that's when I discovered fasting, cellular detox, but also radically shifting my consciousness around my body and what it meant to live in a body. And that being in a body, which I was always trying to escape, um, that was the whole reason why we're here, right? We're here as spirit in a body because we are here to experience this three-dimensional world, not to shoot ourselves mm. off to God, which is generally what, you know, especially in a spiritual community, we tend to mm. do so much. And it's bringing both parts together, like being mm. fully human, but also being fully connected. Mm. Yeah. Acknowledging also your, your lower chakras. Acknowledging it all, <laughs> being here with exactly with all of our chakras, acknowledging the lower chakras, the upper chakras, but acknowledging that everything is really about an inner seed maturation. Mm. So just as when we plant a flower, we don't go to the flower and, and, and say, oh, well, you're little. I'm not going to look at you now. Mm. You're ugly. I'm going to only honor you once you're fully blossomed. Right. We honor nature in all its mm. moments. And with our humanity, we tend to have so much judgment of our journey and also no real understanding of what does it mean to mature mm. as humans and that our spiritual maturation is a given when we live rightfully. Mm. But most of us live in the lower chakras. Mm. And, and to go on more on your entrepreneurial journey, mm -hmm. so what led from, okay, this is a really important mission I have, to I'm going to do my uh, business right. out of it. And did you have kind of a, I don't like the term normal job, but like a nine to five? How Absolutely. was that transition? Yes. Well, for many years I was in the wellness industry and mm -hmm. I, I came from the hospitality industry. And so I was doing a lot of consulting and creating health spas around the world. Um, but ultimately that sort of caught me in disillusionment once I realized what we're selling here is really just fluff. Mm. So it looks amazing. You know, I worked at a lot of, in fact, all of them were five or six star uh, spas and hotels and created things for them. But once I realized what I'm doing here is I'm not asked to heal people or to teach techniques that actually heal. I'm asked to tickle people, to please people. Mm. And that's not my intention. Mm. So once I had that realization... I had a little stint in fashion and I was doing, um, which was kind of a pocket dream of mine. And I did amazingly well. And ultimately, once my health crashed, you know, spirit said to me, like, what are you doing? Making handbags. And I'm ashamed to say to some degree, I was making crocodile handbags at the time, $25,000 bag for what? You know, purposeless completely. We don't need that. And it was a great lesson. And, you know, my ego needed to go there. Mm. I got the satisfaction and I got the lessons. And then it was just like, well, now's the time to go out with something that's mm. real. And so I created a business that is, that is rooted in complete truth and realism. Yeah. And so how was the path to creating that um, business? Do you want to share for a listener, let's say, who, yes. who would be... I, It could be detox, nutrition, it could be breath work or meditation, who wants mm -hmm. to uh, make a living out of it. Yeah. How do you make a living out of <laughs> uh, reducing <laughs> what people take? Because it's, it's 
I guess there's a challenge to say, hey, all you need is um, removing things and yeah. then having people like how to monetize that. You know? For sure. Well, so once I stepped away from my, you know, sort of corporate jobs, my vow was everything, the, the way that we do business in the, in the quote normal work world wasn't working for me mm -hmm. at all. And it brought me to a state of disease. So I knew that there had to be a better way. And in many ways, I'm deeply grateful that I had the time and space to completely dive in. And so for three years, I did absolutely nothing but look after myself. And I spent a lot of time just in silence. And my goal was to be completely led by spirit. I wanted to, it was like an experiment. I was like, okay, great. Everybody talks about this. All the books talk about this. The gurus talk about this. Let's put it to the test. What happens if I completely empty myself and I just allow divine nature, my divine higher consciousness mm. to run through me and to inform me? Because for me, it was like, okay, I know nothing. Because look at where it's led me. You know, mm. I mean, we were leading a very luxurious lifestyle. But we weren't happy. We weren't healthy. So I was like, okay, I know nothing. I'm willing to be informed by spirit. And it was the most magical journey because literally every little piece of my business was handed to me by spirit. So I can't really take credit for it. Mm. And from the name to the way that it was going to work. And it was given to me via breadcrumbs. So it's not like the whole loaf presented mm. itself and it was like, here's your plan. You know, in fact, whenever I would say, yeah, but these are breadcrumbs. Where's the whole plan? Spirit would say, you don't need to know now. Just mm. do this. Marinate this in your consciousness. What does this feel like, look like? And I just trusted the process. Again, thank goodness in many ways because I had the luxury to do that. So, of course, when you're pressurized and yet what I learned from it and this is what I teach my clients as well, is that when you are rooted deeply in your truth and you live the intention of only working through what higher consciousness is giving you, the universe will always support you in miraculous ways. Mm. And that has been my experience. And I really do feel like I went and said, okay, fine, I want to serve God, goddess, all that is, because I've realized that that, other world didn't satisfy me i'm ready take away everything that is standing between me and me serving in a divine way and then let's put it to the test so like okay i want to know does it work mm. and it does and i'm still i still am completely at every next step that i take i'm just in awe at the unfolding and the magic and miracles and how i don't have to do anything i just have to show up and I have to be true to my practice. That's mm. all. That's interesting. That's, let's say if I were to label things, that's something in my head I would label more maybe a flowy or feminine way to mm -hmm. do versus a more goal-oriented, masculine mm -hmm. uh, way. Do, do you set goals? I set intentions. Mm. So for me, I don't set goals anymore. I used to set so many goals for myself. And yeah, I, I would achieve them, you know, mm. because I have a very strong will. But at what cost do mm. we achieve goals? You know, and that's where also I learned, I don't want to, I have intentions, but I don't want goals because what do I know? Maybe that goal that I've set is not in my highest 
maybe there's something better, something mm. bigger. And so by setting intentions and, you know, and I hold that intention and I, I always say I live with a lot of tension, mm. but the tension is tending myself towards what is for my highest good and for the highest good of all. Because my highest luxury now is really is ease, mm. is how can I live with ease and grace and allow for things to unfold because it's again like when you plant a plant you know that that plant when you water it and you feed it and it's exposed to the right circumstances it will grow like you don't have to do anything you just have to mm. be in bask in the beauty of the growth and the same thing really is for us I really feel and in my experience again we all came here with a very specific mission and we knew that when we were children we have remembered it when we remember it and then we just have to follow the path and we know and what does it matter if it happens in two years time or in five years time mm. like it's happening and i want to enjoy the journey mm. and how did you go about for example creating your website or doing your your instagram is it something that you do when you feel like it well, the thing is, I feel like doing it all the time, yeah. you know, because it's no longer nothing that I do is separated anymore. Mm. Like I really feel everything that I'm doing, that I'm living from the way that I raise my children to the way that I do my business, it's me. Mm. There is nothing artificial or uh, forced anymore. And so the way that I did my business, actually, my, my website initially um you know, there was a lot of like, oh, I don't know. And what do I do? What do I? And then actually something happened, which was deeply disappointing in the moment. There was like a, a great rupture with a potential business and, you know, something. And, and I knew in the moment that it happened, it just cracked me open so wide. And within 24 hours, I created my website and my husband helped me. And, and then we were like, wow, that thing happened mm. so that I could create the website, mm. you know, and and so in many ways, it is also about knowing what is our patterns. Like, I need rapture. Mm. I'm in constant, you know, I'm, so, so we all need to know our patterns. That's why when we say, like, know thyself, it's so important to know yourself mm. because the way that I create is completely different to how you're going to create mm. and how the next person. But if I'm true to myself and my rhythm, mm. creation happens because we are creation. That's a very good point. And it, it's interesting because for me, I can explore more about surrender. Mm -hmm. But sometimes when I'm really asking the universe, okay, what's next? The universe tells me, well, you choose. We're co-creating here. So sure. it's your choice. Choose yeah. something and go for it. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, but it's different. You know, a goal, like a choice, to me, choice is an arising. Mm. Like I treat choices more as an arising. It's like, what is kind of, what's the one thing that you do when you can't help but do it, right? It just happens. Mm. And it, so ultimately I feel there is no choice. Mm. Like we think there's choice and we want to be in this limbo. You know, oftentimes, of course, like I, I work with clients who, oh, I don't know. I don't know about my life. You always know. But we're confused mm. and we also love playing to be confused. 
right? Because we're told that our innermost knowing is not to be trusted. I mean, and, we, and we've been indoctrinated, you know, to mm. that from so many in so many ways. Whereas we do know, we always know. And when I look at my life, like I knew that I was going to meet a man that already had had children. I knew that I was going to have a boy and a girl. I knew. So there were so many things like I knew. I knew how I was going to meet him. I knew, you know, the unfolding. And but we like to kind of be like, oh, I, I don't know. Mm. But we do. Yeah. It's like when you go to the movies, sometimes you don't want to know the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I'm just going to pretend I don't know the end. And it's like, but we do. And at the same time, the experience, you know, because it's different. It's like knowing Like I can go on top of the Eiffel Tower and I can look at Paris and go like, wow, Paris is beautiful. But then when I walk through the streets of Paris mm. and I have the experience, it's completely different. So I have to walk the streets in order to have the experience. The knowing is not enough. Mm. It's we're here for the actual experience, right? Like everything that we, and, and that's why also our desires need to be fulfilled because it's through the fulfillment of the desire mm. that we receive the lessons that we came here for. So it's not so much the mm. desire fulfillment, it's what happens in the fulfillment. And, and, and that's interesting. So for you, there's no real separation now between life and work, right? Because yeah. Because you're doing what you love. And you feel like um, a good business tip would be to find something you love so much that you don't feel like it's work and it flows? Yeah, I would say it's imperative if mm. we want to, you know, and I truly believe we all are here for that one thing. And it has to come naturally and easy. If I look back, I've always um, coached all my friends. You know, since a little girl, like I was always, you need to do the, like mm. Alex's way of doing life. And it's what I do now. And it, it doesn't even, you know, for me, it's, it's not work. And it's just, I know that I came here to share this with other people. And then at the same time, through that, I learn and I grow, you know, so it's, it's um, but yeah, I feel you have to do what you love and what you're good at and what comes naturally mm. and kind of like to feel a certain calling I mean, I do remember the, the, the moment when I, I felt kind of spirit say, like, what are you doing with these flipping handbags? Stop that nonsense. You came here for something else. And it was this moment of like, oh, my God, I'm so scared to claim this for myself. Mm. You know, now it feels supernatural, but the journey has been very choppy because it's, it's almost like this that I'm living now It, it's a dream because it's so easy, right? I mean, the fashion thing, mm. like, it was fun, and, but it wasn't easy. This is a dream because it's easy and it's natural. And there is something inside of us that always says, like, can we actually have a life that is so sweet? Mm. Can life be so sweet? Because we've been indoctrinated that life has to be hard, You have to work hard for it. But in my experience over the last couple of years, the hard part is to surrender to how sweet it can be. And that's mm -hmm. hard. <laughs> you know, it took a lot of surrender and resi overcoming resistance. Mm. 
And so when, di when did you sa start with the program? Uh, four years ago. Okay. Yeah. How's it going? It's going really well. It's doing, um, I feel like I'm there where I want to be and I know that it's, I'm not done and, mm -hmm. you know, but I'm very much in the, okay, I'm going to, I want to do it my way. I mm -hmm. don't have any pressure anymore. Um, yeah, it's just everything is going, growing organically. Okay. And you find that you can sustain yourself? Yeah, yeah, very well. We, we live super well, I would say way better than we did even, you know, in the fashion days because oh. like I often, you know, share with clients is, when you're living the old way, you need all the traps, right? Like you need the fancy car, you need the fan, da, 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 da. Now I don't need any of that. Mm. So, in, so on one hand, it's like, well, great. I don't need to spend money on all of that. But otherwise we live this really mm. beautiful, luxurious life that we actually couldn't live before because we had to keep up, you know? So that's the crazy thing. It's, do you want to keep up? and look like you're having a luxurious life or do you want to have the experience of a truly luxurious life because mm. they're two very different things yeah. and um yeah that's that's beautiful <laughs> yeah who who are the people buying your programs maybe mm -hmm. so i would say so far most of my clients have been clients that uh, people that have tried everything to heal their mm -hmm. body or mentally, emotionally, typically their body from, from physical diseases. Mm -hmm. And sometimes for five years, sometimes for 20 years to no avail. And they're kind of at the end of the rope and then they find me and, mm -hmm. you know, take their health to a whole new level. And with that, their whole life changes. How, how do they find you? Mostly through... Facebook, Instagram. I mean, I haven't really done ads. So, so it's really being kind of, you know, word of mouth, Instagram, Facebook. We're now launching a whole ad campaign and, you know, getting out there a little bit more. But so far, it's just been very organic. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's um, really interesting, I think, for, for people to listen and to just follow, follow their passion with excitement. Mm -hmm and flow and trust there's a lot of trust involved and yeah. then actually so you actually you take action you do but those yes. this doing is really a, a natural flow from um, yeah your excitement and passion. yeah i mean you know just to share like how i how i started i started by sharing my message mm. by going you know on on facebook lives that's really how i started and there was no intention of building a business mm. it was just okay. like wow i found this way to heal let's share it with the people and mm. before i knew it there were 500 followers and i was like wow mm. 500 followers i thought maybe 20 30 people would be interested and then now we've got about 7000 followers that are part of our group and so i guess a lot of customers come through that mm. really but it was through sharing my message yeah nice. and what what do you see yourself in 5 years where do i see myself um and the business yeah, the business. Um, I see the business as a as an international platform that is teaching people how to take their health in their own hands. Mm. And so I do have a group of coaches that work under me that I've certified. Um, and yeah, personally, I love the one-on-one -on -one work. 
and and then I have a team around me that works with me and so for me it's about growing that and really getting mm. the message out and I'm in the process of writing a book as well nice. about how to heal your body mm. yeah. and healing the body mainly through nutrition maybe we can dive a little bit because for example Joe Dispenza would talk a, a lot about meditation yeah. to heal the body and I know some um, I've had on that show Niraj Naik who has a whole um, breathwork mm-hmm. training and he healed his, himself through breathwork mm-hmm. your focus is more on nutrition I actually take all of the elements into mm-hmm. consideration so nutrition is for me it's the basis because you know there's a lot of people that yeah they've tried everything and of course all these elements they take you to a degree but in my experience we don't know how good we can feel in a body until we clean the body out of mm. the junk and for me also it's not about looking a certain way because you know I used to be a gym bunny and everything and I, I looked really great but I felt like complete crap so you know that's also I learned it mm. doesn't matter what you look like and I've got oftentimes clients who literally you know are models look like models and you know have a whole host of health issues so for me it's about eating in a way that sustains cellular regeneration and because when on a cellular level we regenerate and we clean out the body Mm. or you know the natural process happens then we don't have to worry about our health so even in the case now you know with what's happening in the world um, I'm not worried my clients are not worried but that's because we know we have a strong enough body to deal with anything so it's not about never getting sick Disease is a natural part of the body. Just as leaves fall from the tree, our body is meant to shade, regenerate, uh, you know, all of that. But we're not taught that. We're not taught how to mm. lean into our own death process without physically dying. So there is a death process that happens, and it's part of our inner maturation. For example, um, you know, children's illnesses like measles and chickenpox and all of that they're vaccinated against but actually they are important for their development not just physical development of immunity but spiritual development Mm. because when the children get sick and they experience their own healing powers they go wow look at this body i'm powerful and that's how I've taught my children. Mm. When they were sick, I didn't give them anything. I would whisper in their ear. Mm. I would sing them songs of how powerful their body is. And within half a day, they'd mm. be like, boom, up, up again. You mm. know. So they've experienced very, very little illness. But they have such deep trust in their body mm. and their ab- ability to heal. Like and an so, upgrade. Say again? When you're sick, you can consider it's like an upgrade. Yeah, it's an upgrade. It's absolutely an upgrade. And in fact, when I've had a couple of cancer patients, when they come to me, I get excited because I know why their disease is coming. Mm. You know, it's there because it's an opportunity and then it's choice. What do we do with this? Right. Because something wants to die within us, which is our old personality. Like when I was sick, it's like I needed to die to who I thought Mm. I was and I needed to allow my divine being to come to the forefront who I didn't know who she was I had a feeling but I didn't know and I had never experienced her and so that's really what disease is about it's about upgrading your life Mm. and it's very interesting because 
we, if we can go in more details, we've had your story on how you created a business from your calling and trusting. And at the same time, the very thing, thing you share mm-hmm. um, helps you being more clear also. Totally. So even if someone who listens to us is in a different field, they would benefit a lot from uh, getting more clarity from some of the practices you mm-hmm. um, talk about. So can you go a little bit more in details into yes. what the, what you recommend? Yeah, so ultimately it's about understanding that we are first and foremost vibration. And so mm-hmm. this is, of course, you know, Joe Dispenza teaches this. But when our cells are not fully vibrating at their highest potential because of bad nutrition, because of overload of toxicity, it's kind of like we can't even reach our highest potential because physically we are impaired. And that's where you get a lot of Joe Dispenza students, etc., who say, well, I'm meditating and meditating and meditating. Why am I not getting anywhere? Or I'm doing the plant medicines with the shamans. Why is it not sticking? Well, it's because our body is so degenerated on a cellular level that we can't hold the higher vibration. So it's kind of like we are a bad radio station mm. and there's too much interference and every now and again, you, you get to be in oneness and then you lose it, right? So many people have that experience. That was me for 20 years. I've been a seeker for 20 years. And I kept going like, why can't I hold this? Until the body and my consciousness became one, at least most of the time. You know, do I still have work to do? Of course I have work to do. But through the enormous cleaning out, my body has become a resonant chamber for higher frequency so it's able Mm. to hold it and that's where now i feel like life is easy being centered being connected is just like it's it's natural i don't really need to do anything for it and at the same time so nutrition is just the first step through the activation of cellular healing what happens is that our endocrine system which is really all of our bodily functions are connected to the endocrine system and the endocrine system is connected to the chakra system like completely correlates and so as much as many people still think chakras are woo woo but the chakra system is our endocrine system and without a functioning endocrine system and many of course know about the pineal gland joe dispenza talks about it when that's calcified you're not going to be connected when that when your brain is filled with heavy metals mm. you can meditate until the cows come home you're not going to feel connected all the time why because you're not physically able to hold that vibration there is too much obstruction when our adrenals which is most people's cases adrenals are deeply um, overstressed Um, highly overstressed and overstimulated. And so this overstimulation of the nervous system and the adrenals keeps us in a state where we can't connect with unity consciousness. Mm. So it's really a physical thing. And the other tool that I love to use, and I know you're also a fan of Kundalini Yoga. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I love Kundalini Yoga is because it involves breath, movement, pranayama, and meditation, which Mm. all four are crucial for the body to become a vessel through which divine consciousness can flow Mm. through. So in many ways, what I teach is that when we prime our body, instead of focusing on all the other doings, right? We're so busy with so many doings. 
And now in the spiritual world, especially, we feel like we need to do one course after the other, one certification after the other, one more book, one more mm. healer, da, 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 da. But if we just focus on getting our body into a mm. state where it can be the vessel through which divine consciousness can flow through, everything else happens naturally. Can you give a, a few more details on what it would be exactly? So would it be, for example, fasting and what kind of fasting? Right. Maybe uh, non-fluoride water? Like, sure, I, Are there yeah. a few, maybe the most important ones, yes. the top three, four things that we could do for that cellular yeah. regeneration? For sure. So we typically start people off with a transition diet because, you know, if we just throw them into the deep end with fasting, they'll, they'll run. So transitioning diet which is kind of the maintenance diet which we promote, is an alkaline diet. It is mainly fruit, vegetables, so high water content because water doesn't hydrate us, fruit mm. and vegetables, because that is the most structured, high-quality water that you can possibly get when they're grown in good soil. You know, So here in Bali, we're very blessed. Um, fruit and vegetables, that's how we get hydration. And cellular degeneration happens through cellular dehydration. So disease is really uh, an acidic system that is dehydrated that then, you know, starts kind of like a car. It doesn't go well anymore and things go wrong. So we want to hydrate and we do that through high fruit vegetable content. And then we only eat alkaline grains like, for example, spelt, millet, quinoa. So we don't do any gluten. We don't do any oats because they're mucus forming. Uh, we don't do any animal products. And yet I have some clients that occasionally include about 5% of animal products because for them it's what feels optimal. So it's not that I'm completely opposed mm -hmm. to that, but it is about getting your body to a state where it can inform what is mm. best for it. Because as long as we've got candida running, as long as we've got heavy metals running, as long as we've got inflammation, mm. we're not in a state to receive the information. Okay. So that would be for the healthier food? Yeah, so that's the start. Mm -hmm. And then once we are at a place where we're alkaline and we don't have any cravings anymore for all these bad foods and our gut microbiome is stabilized, then we can start to enter fasting. And it's going to be also a natural process, a natural arising where all of a sudden, and I always wait for that unless I work with critically ill people, then mm -hmm. we have to sometimes throw them in the deep end. But Otherwise, I like to wait until my clients say, oh, you know, I don't want food anymore. All of a sudden, mm. I feel like I'm, I'm ready for fasting. So do you, it's, a, it's a natural process. And that is the beauty of everything that I teach. It's a natural, um, it's a self-informing process mm. because the inner seed maturation starts to happen. And so naturally, we're like, hmm, I don't want to eat today. And again, my children do that. You know, my children, I let them a lot, give them a lot of freedom, of course. But every now and again, they'll come to me and say, oh, you know, today I don't want to eat. Great, oh. don't eat, you know. So they're already in tune with the system. It's just we've lost that. And because of our gut, gut microbiome, etc. so we're running in an unnatural, we're running our body in an unnatural way, mm. basically. I tended to think that evolution, the story that I've um, been telling myself, mm -hmm. and maybe that's why for me fasting is a willpower pro practice. Right. Um, which I understand is not the optimal way according to, to what you shared. And for me, the rationality behind is we food used to be scarce. Yeah. So it's built in our biology to when we see food, eat it. And now we live in a world of abundance where that biological conditioning is not relevant anymore. 
Yeah. Do you feel that's accurate or? To a degree, and and that's where you know, I mean, I come also like from a long history of eating disorders, and I've actually healed all of that through fasting, but only because I gave myself permission whenever I wanted food. I had a beautiful teacher that mm. is actually breatharian, and he he said to me, "Whatever you still desire, and mm. whenever you desire it, have it." So you have it. But then once you start to have the experience of like, oh my God, when I have these foods, mm. it takes me a week to recover, mm. you know? And then eventually the self-love goes, I don't want to have mm. a real pizza with real cheese. It takes me a week to recover after having been on fruit and mm. vegetables. It's, it's kind of a uh, trick in a way, indulge, but with high consciousness and awareness. Totally. And, and that will draw you to not need willpower to do the right thing. Totally. Mm. Because exactly I feel it. sometimes when I fast from willpower, I create a reaction that, that makes it not working, actually. Because yeah. then, then all I think about is Of eating. course. Okay. So fasting, healthy food, do you want to add one? one last Dry one? fasting. So dry fasting. times of no food, no water at all. And this can extend to like our dry fasting expert. Um, she has dry fasted seven days after oh. seven days. I've only done up until three and a half days. But definitely a practice of regular dry mm. fasting, um, like once a week, a 24-hour dry fast is amazing. And so, you know, this whole process, it's a journey. And depending on where you're at, when you ask me who's your clients, recently I've been getting a lot more people that really want to optimize their connection to source consciousness. Mm. And they realize, okay, I'm doing all these things, but my body, you know, I'm still drinking coffee, I'm still having cacao, mm. I'm still you know, eating eggs because they're protein and, you know, okay. all these things. And so once they realize, ah, there's another level, because there's always a next level, right? Mm. So this is the next level to kind of become in tune with your higher self. Mm. I'm probably guilty with the cacao. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the smile. I know. I, it's kind of like, you know, it, it's my, I mean, cacao is beautiful and there's a time and space, but we're overdoing it. Mm. You know, it's like so many things. And yet it's, it's beautiful because we're like children on a playground and we go like, wow, cacao's amazing, mm. you know, let's have it. Mm. But it is about becoming conscious. What does it really do to your body? What okay. does it do to your consciousness? And it, all these substances are doorways. Let them work. Let, their, let them work energetically on your system. Once your heart is open, because that's what cacao does, just keep on opening the heart. We don't need cacao. We know how to open our heart. Mm. Right? We just can do it. Yeah, it's a tool. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, also, uh, so I think we have a lot of tips for the listeners to be more healthy, detox, mm -hmm. and of course there would be way more in your program. We're going to talk about it. Um, maybe one advice more business related. So mm -hmm. would it be really take time for you, trust? That, that, that would be Yeah. So one one thing that I would like to throw in there, um, which is both, it's business and health related, mm -hmm. the power of chanting mantras. Okay. Uh, that's an interesting super powerful. And you know, this is coming from someone my husband dragged me into Kundalini Yoga. Mm -hmm. And initially when he came to me with Kundalini Yoga, I was like, what is this? Mm. This is weird. I was a gym bunny. And so for me, unless you sweated a ton, mm. now I sweat with Kundalini Yoga, mm. but initially I didn't because my endocrine system was not 
optimized. And so Kundalini Yoga was like this weird thing. People were turbans, was like, no, nah, no, nah, this is way too weird. And they chant, and I couldn't stand the chants. Mm. In, in fact, they hurt my body. They were hurting my body. And eventually I realized, oh, wait, they're hurting my body because I'm in so much resistance because my endocrine system, my chakras, were shut. My heart was closed. I wasn't connected. And so there was all this resistance. But then as I understood and I started practicing and I started to have a physical experience of what happens when these chants, which, you know, as we know, mm. when we pronounce them in the right way, so our body becomes a, a sound chamber mm. and there's all this activation, that's all you need. I feel now whatever happens, you know, and of course I still sometimes come out of sorts and my husband goes like what are you doing why don't you chant mm. oh yeah sure let's chant 20 minutes we're like if what was my problem if you wake on cars in the morning and totally yeah. and it's completely mm. right we're there that's all we need and to then enter that stream of consciousness and i do the same thing when i do when i have to make a business decision or i chant mm. and i get clarity so whenever i think i don't know I remember that I do know and I enter the stream of consciousness that allows me to be connected mm. to the knowing. And so in some ways, I feel there's no more issues. There's no more questions. There's only constant wonderment mm. and not knowing. So in some ways, I do feel like my superpower has become just being completely empty and not knowing and just allowing whatever, but being open to everything. So in terms of, you know, a, a concrete business tip, it is, it's dig into chanting. And that's what I, you know, every single client of mine gets chanting as a, as a sort of remedy as well at some point. Um, and get a really good business coach. So I was, I, I've been blessed. We had this incredible business coach. Um, because you know it's very different doing business this way versus the old way the old way i mean i come from you know so a family. you had a business coach that understood your way to do yes mm. yes and you know as much as i come from a family of entrepreneurs but you know again that all like i didn't want that that's mm. not what i wanted i didn't want to get you done <laughs> yeah like mm. work more more Hustle. more no like I, i've done that i was like okay there must be a new way and what i've learned the gem that I've learned from my business coach, and her name is Lindsay Wilson. She's amazing. And the gem that she really gave me is be willing to be paid for what is most precious within you. Because mm -hmm. we all have something that is so utterly precious. And it's there. You don't even need to do anything for it. It's just there. But if you don't own it, and most often we don't own it. We judge it. Mm. We judge what is most precious within us because of conditioning. But that's the thing. It had to be shut down mm. through conditioning so that we can go and retrieve it and allow it mm. to flourish again. And then it becomes this precious gem. And when we realize what is most precious within us and we just go with that, we bring that because that is it's our gift. It's our divine gift. And then we need to be willing to receive for it. And when we combine that, whatever you're doing is going to become inevitably amazing. So I like to work in ways that are inevitable, where inevitable success happens, which I think, you know, is very mm. tantric.
Yeah, goosebumps. <laughs> and and that's that's the whole point of what I'm doing too. Uh, if people have incredible gifts, yeah. uh, I'd love them to monetize that well and put their life mission 100% on it rather yeah. than having shame around it. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. What's... Um, so what is something you'd love to share with our, our listeners as, um, as some of your offerings? Well, at the moment, we were launching in January, we're launching a, a year long program. Most of my programs really are year long because it takes at least a year oh. to completely transform your body. And mainly, again, it's not your body, it's your consciousness. Mm. And it's you becoming the person that you came here to be on a cellular level. And so my year-long program, um, it's kind of pre-selling now. It's launching in, in January simply because I know most people, mm. now it's holiday spirit, you know, so there's all the excuses. So we were like, okay, great, sure, you know, enjoy your holidays. Start in January. And uh, it's group coaching as well as in one. So there's two levels, one with my coaches and one with me. And, yeah, super powerful. Uh, and at the same time, it's all about, you know, receive everything on a silver platter you take yourself and you initiate yourself yeah. okay and how can people follow you on instagram i'm uh, under living mucus free or alex cousins uh, both you can find me instagram facebook yeah okay well thank you so much thank you so much here. for having me yeah it was beautiful yeah i think there's a there's a lot uh, in here for people to upgrade and also have a different vision also on how yeah. you can uh, build a successful business doing something you love and in flow. Definitely, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for the inspiration and thank you to everyone who listened. Yeah, thanks everyone. Thank you for taking some of your precious time to listen to this podcast. If you stayed until the end, I assume it was insightful. If you like this podcast, please share with friends. Remember that if you tag us in your Instagram story at the Light Leaders Podcast, we will repost. Tell us what you've learned. You can also leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Now, if you think I can help you grow your sole mission business, you can register for a free 15-minute coaching call with me go to www.thelightleaders.org slash free call. Thank you again and let's co-create the Conscious New Earth together.